Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And how about this? Wednesday with Doug Whaley brought to you by Ala Familia Restaurant's Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge. The perfect way to cap off your evening at Ala Familia. We got Paul Zeiss in with us all morning long, all week long. And now we add Doug Whaley to the mix. Doug, I'm not going to ask you about side pieces. Uh, how are you today, buddy? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's I always say Valentine's Day. That's how much I dislike this, this holiday. Uh-oh. And uh, side piece, you mean like a side piece of dessert? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. A little cake on the side yeah, there. Yeah. Doran, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? We hadn't had this discussion. Uh. You're a romantic guy. You really are. You're a big teddy bear. You, uh, yeah, you are. Uh, are you cooking dinner tonight? Probably. There you yeah. go. I got nothing. Because I want to. We're getting fish sandwiches tonight. Because it's, it's I, the first day of Lent. That is true. Have yeah. a couple of beers. Fish sandwich. Mm-hmm. All right. Might go I might to, do that. Yeah. Get a fish sammy. Mm-hmm. I might just are there cook like one. churches that have the oh, yeah. fish fries? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought it was Friday. It, today's the first day of Lent, though. Ash uh, Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Are, you supposed to, are you supposed to be giving? Is that what is this, uh, Ash Wednesday? Is that where they put the? Yeah, they put. Yeah. I go in. I they do the funny, sign of the cross on I your head. What's funny was, like, when I was playing hoops at Point Park, right? There was like 16, 15 guys on the team, right? Thirteen of us were brothers, and we had these three white dudes, right? They show up at practice with, with the with the thing on their head, you know, and the one dude's like, my man. Why all them white boys got that dirt on their head or whatever that is? <laughs> Dude from Homewood. Listen, I, I laugh. That's why every time I see that, I'm like. You think on, about that every why, time. Why all them white boys got that dirt on their head or whatever that is? <laughs> Doug in studio, not on the fan hotline, but that is presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. All right, Doug, the hot name right now is Justin Fields mm-hmm. of the Bears. And the Steelers actually, at this point, are the betting favorite to land Justin Fields. Adam Schefter says Mike Tomlin loves this guy. Let's say the price is a second-round pick, 52nd overall and a fifth-round pick. That's one of those hypothetical deals mm-hmm. that's been thrown around. Would you consider doing that if you're Omar Khan? Mm, I, I would struggle with it, and here's why. You just did that with Mitch Trubisky. Secondly, let me know, do you have a proven infrastructure to make help this guy get better? And thirdly, you have a guy that is, what, 10 and 20-something? And then you're going to have to pay him $25 million plus, so you've got to give up draft capital, sign him, and are you only going to sign him for two years? So you're going to give him a 
close to probably a $100 million contract. Like a bridge deal, kind of. Yes. So, and again, what's the infrastructure and what has he shown you besides being a high draft pick and he can run that he can be a quarterback that can take you to where you want to go? If you believe in all of that, go for it. I would, I'd rather take less compensation, try to throw a, some, throw somebody like, um, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, and then maybe go get a draft pick. That that to me, that combination is less likely. Then you get three shots at the apple instead of two of because in the end, when you look at first round draft picks and quarterbacks or quarterbacks at all, but definitely first round, I think it's less than fifty percent hit. Mm-hmm. So if you can get Tannehill, Pickett, and even a second or maybe a, a trade down and get a lower first round, you got thir- three bites at the apple, then you increase your odds. It won't be 100%, but you got 75% chance of hitting on one of those guys. That, that's the way I look at it, just for overall team roster building, cap management, and draft capital expenditures. The more and more I think about this situation, it's too eerily similar to Kenny Pickett's situation. Like, there's just so much unknown mm-hmm. about Justin Fields. Like, I, he's not a world beater. Like, it, like, how much better is he or has he been than Kenny? Like, out of the intangibles of, like, oh, yeah, we could work with that more than Kenny. But, like, on the field-wise, I mean, it's like, okay, you're going to make the excuse that he's had different coaches, different coordinators, because that didn't work. I mean, you're going to have to make the same things with Kenny with somebody that you've already invested in and have a couple more years underneath his young contract. The, the question I have, though, is, and we talked about this, Justin Fields' legs, in the way that the Steelers want to play, where they're going to try and play big and heavy and run the ball. Doesn't Justin Fields' legs become a really big factor? They do, but again, how much of a factor is that going to be? Where do you see he can take you to? Where's his ceiling? And if you're going to pay for those legs, why wouldn't you just pay for a younger legs that's coming out of college right now? True. Now, if you believe those legs can take you, legs number one, arm number two, can take you to the standard – which we maybe I guess right now it's just a playoff game, but to the Super Bowl, then do it. I'm just I haven't gotten there yet where a predominantly running quarterback can take you to the Super Bowl. You can consistently win, yes. I just and so I'd have to see the infrastructure to help him improve on his overall QB acumen as in throwing the ball. The reason that I'm enamored with Fields, Thorne, because you make a lot of great points about Kenny Pickett. Their situation's not all that different. You really don't know about either guy. You can find positives in both. You can definitely find negatives in both. But if I'm betting on one of the two of them, I'm going to bet on the unknown with the upside. And I do think he's got more talent overall than Mm -hmm. Kenny. But you do then run into the cost situation. And you're going to have to make this – you're going to have to either pick up that option in May – or you're going to have to sign that bridge deal, and then you're giving up the draft picks. I would do it. I believe in his ceiling, but I understand what you're saying. So, okay, so you're willing to bet on the intangibles. Is, that's what you're saying with Justin Fields over Kenny. Wouldn't it scare you a little bit that the Chicago Bears aren't willing to bet on that? <laughs> exactly. <That's> well, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to me from Chicago's standpoint because I don't think they think they're ready to contend, and so why wouldn't they just start the, the new clock on quarterback, right? Whereas the Steelers, they feel like they've got the infrastructure where they can contend. They're probably just a quarterback away. I just I struggle now with the infrastructure. Uh, Team wise, yes, they have the infrastructure that they should be. A, they everybody thinks they're a quarterback away. 
I'm talking about the infrastructure on the coaching staff to develop a guy that just got let go by their team that drafted him mm-hmm. <laughs> very high. Again, let's think about this. Besides someone that has been hurt or is old, who's giving up on a franchise quarterback in the histories of the sport? Well, well we just saw it with uh, the 49ers, with Trey Lance. They gave heaven and earth to get Trey Lance, and right. they trade him, and they had Brock Purdy. Now, because he stunk. Uh, I'm saying someone that they feel is a franchise quarterback you, to take him to Super you know, Bowl. A, you They're know, not giving even, up on him. You know, it's an even better question. Hmm. How many situations like Justin or, uh, yeah, Fields, how many situations like that have worked out at the second stop? Yeah. Well, I think mm. Kirk Cousins been pretty good. Kirk Cousins, Kirk, Kirk. but he was But actually, he was good at he was, Washington. He was good with Washington. Yeah. Jared Goff's been pretty good. And Jared I, Goff's I realized, took to a Super Bowl. I realized That's what I'm he saying. went to a Super Bowl. Yes. You're so talking these, about proven I'm track record success. I'm yes. talking about a guy who— Rich Gannon is the only one I can think of. Who, a guy who was just not very good, and everybody had questions about right. him, and they finally gave up on him, goes to the next spot and becomes yeah. really good. How, many, how often does that work? Yeah, Gina Smith, Gino. but, 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 but I mean, what what he, he, he hasn't gotten anything. Right. So, he and, got himself and, some money, but that's it. Is it making excuses for those players, or is it the circumstances? Are we ma- are we making excuses for Justin Fields? Oh, nothing around him. All bad coaching. Uh, I, no one was talking about Nagy being a bad coach when he came from Kansas City. I'm just saying. So that's where you have to decide. Is it the media because he's a sexy name, a number one pick in Chicago, and hasn't really done anything but has shown some flashes and has talent. Don't get me wrong. But is it the reason he hasn't produced excuses or reasons? Well, and I know personally, I know what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. And I and – I, it's just because I want to see this team win. I don't like what they got there, so I'm looking at everything almost as an upgrade. And maybe that gives me a blind spot, but when Art Rooney II talks about urgency, shifting coordinators, getting new coaches in here, that's not urgency to me. Urgency is let's find a way to be aggressive and improve our quarterback situation. I would even, Doug, and I, I wonder where you come down on this, I, Kirk Cousins doesn't do it for me at this point because of his age, the money, and then him coming off of the injury. Mm-hmm. But if Baker Mayfield would go to the open market, I would absolutely consider paying that guy money. I would. I like, I like that better than Justin Fields because you have a guy that has proven I like his moxie. and he's He the might guy be that, the example, by the way, that, for yeah. the guy we're looking yeah. for. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. That is but he true. was hurt when they let him go. Mm-hmm. Remember, he had that bad season because the season after he took him to the playoffs – he blows out his shoulder, still plays, and they get rid of him. So, again, that's what I'm saying, unless it's injury. But I, li- I like that more than Justin Fields because you have a guy that's proven. You got a guy that I think the Steeler fans, Steeler Nation, would embrace once he got here because he has that moxie, because he has that, hey, I'm coming in here, I'm good at what I do, and I know it, and I'm going to let you know it, but I'm also going to back it up. And he's done it before. So I have – and then also – you stick it to the Browns. And you're only giving up money, too. Right. You're not giving up draft picks. Absolutely. Well, I, the, I would say Baker Mayfield was a lot better with Cleveland before he got hurt than Justin Fields. Is That's what I'm saying. Chicago. No doubt. I, if you're going to do anything, if you're going to Mayfield, I'd definitely go Mayfield over Cousins and Fields. But if he hits the and market, definitely Russell Wilson. now what is that money you're looking at? Would you go with, you, would you go with Russell Wilson? No. Yeah, I think he's... Wait, that's two teams that have gotten rid of him. And wait a minute. Sean... Mc, not McVeigh, but Peyton. Do we have a court, uh, offensive mind on the Steelers staff that is as astute as him, and he's given up on Russell Wilson? Let's think <laughs> about it. Don't, I mean, just because don't get enamored with names. 
study what is going on. If one of the best offensive minds in the game today is giving up on this quarterback and this is the second team, you're going to come and don't get me wrong, Arthur Smith's great offensive coordinator, hasn't had a track record besides Tannehill of really improving a quarterback. Now you're going to bring him in and with the guys that they they hired? I mean, what? that's that infrastructure where I'm saying that's where I'm struggling. How much have you looked at the draft so far in the quarterbacks? I've, I've looked at the quarterbacks, I've looked at the wide receivers, and I'm starting on the tackles now. All right, let's get to quarterback because two new mock drafts from big-time people came out yesterday, and both of them have the Steelers linked to a quarterback, and they're different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Want Doug, Doug's thoughts on those guys? You can tweet in any questions for Doug. Uh, the fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peter's Talent. You visit them at southhillskia.net. You can text us questions for Doug as well. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Doug's got draft takes, but born from a place of knowledge. You love that. He's got one wide receiver take that I think I think people are going to hear and go, whoa! So we'll get to that coming up in a little bit. Field Yates had a mock draft yesterday. Steelers taking Bo Nix and Ryan Wilson, who went to CMU, who works for CBS Sports, he had the Steelers drafting Michael Penix Jr. What do you think about those guys, Doug? Knicks, you can have. I looked at him, and it is a glorified high school one-read and run type offense. So I think he would have such a learning curve that you're not – he's one of those draft him for fifth round, possible practice squad, third round, <laughs> number three quarterback – and this is where I'm talking about the infrastructure, you would need an, an assistant quarterback coach to be able to work with him to help him get up to speed. Not just a quarterback coach that deals with the first guy and he's reading cards. So Bo Nix, I loved the story of, I saw him in Auburn, I thought he was trash. Then goes to Oregon and just really propels his trajectory to something that can be draftable before I didn't think it was draftable. But Long way of saying that I couldn't see him competing or even pushing Kenny. Penix Jr.? Can it, real quick before you get into Penix Jr., because you just hit on something I hadn't thought of, and I don't want to forget because that's how my mind works. You mentioned the assistant quarterbacks coach thing. 
Well, we're still kind of waiting to hear on what Mike Sullivan's going to be doing or if he'll want to come back. We had been sent a text, Orrin and I, on Thursday that they were talking to him about a potential role, but he didn't know if he wanted to come back and take whatever that role would be. It would depend on how they were going to fit him into the staff. You know, if they do have now a quarterback's coach and you did bring Mike Sullivan in, I wonder if there's a little bit of a tell there that they are going to try to take a, a, a project kind of quarterback. And why wouldn't you? And, and it, to me, when you start looking at other staffs and player development, it's not player development, the off-field stuff of like, hey, here's your financial literacy, here's blah, 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 here's, we're going to recommend this financial guy, all that. No, player development on the field is having someone dedicated to the young guys that mm-hmm. are just reading cards and just running – other people's offenses or defense. No, I'm going to take you and watch film on the off. I mean, on your time off or an extra session at practice. We're going to work on fundamentals or things that are going to improve your game, and then that helps your back end of your roster, and especially at that quarterback position. Yeah, and it gives you that one-on-one time. And we kind of talked about it last week. I was like, oh, if Mike Sullivan is back, he can kind of be the transition person for Arthur Smith of saying, you know, this is what George does well. This is what Deontay does well. This is what Kenny does well. This is what, you know, whoever else, Pat Fryermuth does well. So you could kind of hit the ground running because they're not there. Right. The players aren't there. And they're going to need the coaching staff, the Tom Arts, the, uh, the, the Azanis, and Arthur Smith, they're going to need to hit the ground running as soon as training camp or as soon as uh, OTAs hit. And that's going to be one of their first times they ever get together. So they're going to need that transition piece. And that's a good. No, I was going to ask you, Doug. That, so the Steelers are going to draft 20th and what, 52nd, I think it is, yep. right? Is there a quarterback that, that fits what you're looking for, like a developmental yeah. person that might be there at 52, I, like the, a little bit better than? I, I don't know if he'll be there at 52, but if his knees pass the medical, I do like Penix Jr. Throws a very good deep ball. He can do reads one, two. Hasn't been able. He's half field read. So he's got one, two, then can do a dump off. He's not a full full field read guy, but I think that's easier than a no field read guy like Nittick. Uh The two ACLs concerns me, but he has one. He transferred and took University of Washington to the national championship. So a proven record of success. Not always a good thing because not always the telltale marker because if you look at Patrick Mahomes, what did he do in college? Look at Josh Allen. What did he do as a winning quarterback in college? That's not always it. But I like guys that transfer, become captains, and help lead their team. So I do like Nick. Penix, I mean. And Penix, you think he'll make it to 52? No, no. He, well, again, depends on his knees. Oh, okay. I, me personally, I'd consider him at 20 if I was the Steelers. Wow. Wow. You think that highly of Penix? I think that highly of Tony. We, I think, I think you were in here. The the Wednesday you were, you would have had to have been the Wednesday after he played uh, the playoff game, mm-hmm. and we were all when they showed the highlights, thinking, "Oh yeah, dang." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Bo Nix, like you said, doesn't do it for me. I'm happy to hear a smart football guy say that. I know you, Doran, aren't necessarily high on Bo Nix, but you have heard people maybe within. Yeah, read between the tea leaves here that might like Bo Nix. Bo Nix looks to not me, in the first round, though. From what I heard, not in the first round. No. But if he's okay. there, yeah, yes, at, at fifty-two, yes. You know, it would make a lot of sense if they are going to go with that route to just say, "Hey, Mason, thank you so much for everything you've done. Thanks for getting us to the playoffs this year. We're going with Kenny. We're going with Tannehill, who knows the offense." If you're going to have the extra quarterback guy in there, if Mike right. Sullivan comes back. But now you've got even a further one with Tannehill who gets the offense. You don't need to work with Tannehill. Hey, because mm-hmm. he knows it, right? 
So he doesn't need to get dedicated reps as the backup, right. and he could help that developmental guy. I don't – I mean, I still like Fields, but I, I don't mind that route if they are stapled married to Kenny Pickett. Yeah, and that, I think that's the telltale sign, and we'll, figure, we'll find out here soon what they do in free agency and especially the draft if those words that came out of Coach Tomlin's mouth about the starting quarterback is currently on the roster, if that was Wordsmith or if he truly was telling the truth. If you're amazing Rudolph, though, why would you sign him? Why would you stay here? Unless they overpaid me, which they wouldn't, I would not. Right. Because they've told me that, oh, it's going to be open. Co- they just basically told you the quarterback's already on the roster, the starting guy, and you weren't on the roster. And, and the thing about it, here's the other part of it. They told you you were going to be able to compete a couple of years exactly. ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, if I'm Mason Rudolph, Pull me one. I'm going somewhere else. Where I, so that, I, I, just, <laughs> I just think he's going to be a guy who is going to say, listen, Thanks, but I'm not going to take your lowball offer, and I'm I'm go somewhere else. Maybe, maybe I get a lowball offer somewhere else, but at least I have a shot to compete. Yes. Do you absolutely. think Trubisky's done? It, I think he's done for right now. It might be one of those if there's an injury during camp and someone's desperate, they're like, all right, let's bring this guy in. But, I mean, how many – what did you just say, fool me once? This would be like fool you three or four times now. Yeah. He is what he is. Great guy and everything. He's made some money, lots of money, good for him. I would, if I was him, I'd be on to my life's work, maybe coach. Now, <laughs> this is a little sidecar here, but you you love Caleb Williams, right? I do. Why, I do. Why I, I loved him since uh, two years ago. First I saw him out there. I think they were playing Arizona State about two years ago. He can make throws in uh, positions with accuracy that I think translate very well to success in the NFL. Because in the NFL, you always hear, oh, when the pocket's clean, this guy can do this. You know as well as I know, pocket's never clean. No, You don't have time to get your, your base set, step into it, keep your lower base on balance and all that stuff. You need to be able to throw from different arm angles, different arm slots, different foot feet protection, and all of that stuff off balance. And he can do that with accuracy. And I'm not talking about short outlets. We're talking down the field type stuff and over linebackers in between a safety, stuff like that. Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, all this off-the-field stuff, he didn't win at USC. Look at the, First of all, look at number 18, their linebacker on the, on the defense. He looks like he should be playing power forward. Their defense stunk. <laughs> he, he stunk. Now, but he put up numbers. Now, a lot of people, and this is a total subject that we can talk about another time, is athletes now – are different than athletes coming out before. Athletes now and football players, everybody's like, oh, he eats, sleeps, lives football. He's a football junkie. That's all he does. Athletes now aren't like that. They have other interests. Some may paint their nails like Caleb Williams. True football purists would be like, he can't do that. That's not football. That doesn't mean he still cannot play at a high level. He's not talented as a mug. I've always always been concerned about his mental toughness. Yeah, I think he's the kind of guy. I think you know what quarterback. I think coaches get on him a little bit. Things go against them. I don't know that he's mentally really that guy. What? All right, give me an example. I mean, you know, when he was when he was criticized by some, you know, some people uh, online, and he reacted to it really poorly. He had some things when he was at USC. I'm trying to think of the exact situation, but there was a game where. The fans were tough on him, mm-hmm. and he was whining about it a little bit. I'm just telling you, okay. I, I don't like the guy's mental makeup. 
Mm-hmm. I, I think he's talented. I just don't and, – and you're right about this. Guys today aren't all about football. Mm-mm. And that's another thing that bothers me. I guess that's just the curmudgeon part of me. Yeah. That's something that would bother right. me too. No. And then I heard you guys talking about how he would, there's stuff coming up about him going, not going to Chicago. So you wouldn't pay John Elway? <laughs> Eli Manning. Eli Manning. So that doesn't bother me. That's a business decision right there. That's a business. That, to me, is a calculated business move if he's saying that stuff. And if you look at his family background, highly intelligent, successful parents that are going to help chaperone him making the best move for him to maximize his earning ability. If the Chicago Bears do hang on to Justin Fields and they hold on to that number one pick, it will not be Caleb Williams, obviously, that is selected. There's a guy that a lot of people say it would be. And Doug's got thoughts on him. We'll get to that coming up. There's a couple of other hypotheticals we want to run by Doug as well. So that's all on the way. The Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. This segment brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So if Caleb Williams isn't the pick first overall, if Chicago wants to hold on to the pick and they want to hang on to Justin Fields, a lot of people think they'd go with Marvin Harrison Jr. Doug Whaley in with us for the entirety of the 9 o'clock hour. You got thoughts on Marvin Harrison Jr., Doug? I think he is an extremely talented guy. Where I struggle with him being what a lot of people are saying is a transcendent talent is the lack of ability to run the – he hasn't shown the ability to run the complete route tree – most of his catches, especially on vertical routes, are contested. And lastly, I don't see a dynamic run-after-the-catch type of guy. Mm. But you're also talking about a 6'4 guy that is 220, 215, will probably run in the low 4'4s. So I'm not saying he's going to be a very talented and productive wide receiver in the pros, but is there a big difference between him and Pickens? I, very similar game to me. I mean, now, Marvin Harrison Jr., bloodline, mm-hmm. and probably a little thicker, as in bodybuild, mm-hmm. coming from Ohio State, Georgia is pretty same kind of caliber of college. But I think that's the difference. I don't, would I take him number one? 
I would struggle. I'd go with the quarterback. And that's my question to you three. Give me a reason why Chicago wouldn't draft a quarterback and keep Fields. Well, we so talked both, about – So you're saying both? Two. Both. Um, if you do that, you can't pick up the option. Uh, I, 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 who wants to go first? I'm, Zeiss, you my, go first. I would say that basically if you're doing that, I mean, you're not, you're not utilizing all of the ways that you could make your roster better. Because mm-hmm. that team needs the raw. They need picks. They need extra picks. Maybe you give Trey Justin Field and get a pick. I just think duplicating that position would make no sense. That's exactly kind of where I'm at. I, I think if you trade Justin Fields, you can get pits, picks back for it. And if you're saying it's a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick, you know that can just add so much depth to your roster that you need around um, Caleb Williams if it's him. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep both of them because I can get – some investments back for having such a high quality kind of probably person. If there are a lot of suitors out there, I don't know how many suitors and and what they're willing to pay. Right. And part of it, I think with fields is you'd be giving up on him. If you're Chicago, because you also feel like you need a better roster around him. And now you want to find out with the new guy, you've got more time. You don't have to pay him the same way you'd have to pay fields. Now whose roster bonus is due in May and so you want to surround the new guy with a bunch of talent. Mm-hmm. So that that that's why if it, if I were drafting, and I'm not a GM, but I would say it's either Fields and you get talent around him or Caleb and you get talent around him. Or May, or actually for me it would be Daniels, but mm-hmm. you get the point. Well, all right. So <clears throat> my question is you guys are talking about talent around quarterbacks. But if you don't have the quarterback, that talent around the quarterback does not mean anything. And we already said you have questions about Fields. There's going to be questions about Caleb because you haven't seen him. Why not take two bites at the apple? And if both of them start showing promise, you'll be able to unload one of them for more draft capital than you can get right now from Fields. So if Fields goes out and has a bang-up offseason and a bang-up preseason, but Caleb and it's a fight, but Caleb nudges him out, that price just went from a second and fifth to a first rounder. It's setting you up for your next move and helping protect you for this move right now. You can get a running back. You can get the defensive player of the year, arguably the best defensive player in the National Football League. How many playoff games have we they won? I that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Talent is great, but it means nothing unless you have that quarterback if you win on one of if you want to win a Super Bowl. At the end that's the, all I'm saying. At the end of the day, the Chicago Bears are in the, an unbelievable situation. Great. They're, oh, they're, sure. they're in a win, oh, win, 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 win right. situation. Yeah. There's, I, if you mess this up, then the whole entire – like they should just the, move Chicago to, to uh, yeah. Winnipeg. The thing about it is you can't be the team that passes on Caleb Williams. We talked about that off right. the air. To you stick with Justin Fields. Well, you proven. could do it to that. You could do it that way. I'm saying you can't be the team – that passes on Caleb Williams and says, we're going we're gonna to get creative here and take Drake May. I got you. Oh, take yeah, one yeah, of these other and quarterbacks. And he fulfills all his potential. You either, yeah, you either have to take Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. or like we said, if you're committed to trying to get Justin Fields, then you say, okay, we're going to trade this first pick, right? But turn so, it into a boatload of picks and make and, our roster better. And trust me, this is rooted in experience. The only issue I have with that is, let's say Chicago passes on one of these quarterbacks, trades down, gets all this talent around, then guess what? That talent's going to keep them out of the position to be able to get a transcendent quarterback in the future. 
because they will be good enough to not be in the top 10. And then you got to throw the roll of the dice of the quarterbacks that are coming out in future drafts. If you believe in this guy and you think that this guy can take you where you want to do, get him now because you never know when you'll be able to get another position to get one of those guys. Doug, when we come back, here's the question. I'll give you time to think about it. Joe Starkey in his chat was asked, would you trade T.J. Watt if it got you one of those top three quarterbacks in the draft? (laughs) We'll get to that coming up next. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 50-minute mark on the fan, brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 19, and Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Final segment, Wednesday with Doug Whaley. All right, Doug, I didn't know you brought this up. That was really funny. That was a good reaction there. I said, all right, Joe Starkey, his mailbag said, he answered a question. Would you trade T.J. Watt for one of the top three quarterbacks in this draft? And you went, huh? I was like, what? You brought that up, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, What was your answer? Yeah. The goal is to win a championship or even, as TJ said, a playoff game? Yes, because it does matter. Kansas City, didn't they just let Tyreek Hill walk away? One of the one of arguably the best receivers in the game. Were they worried about it? Hex, no, because you got Patty Mahomes. <laughs> I'm trying to – it's so relevant to the fact that it doesn't matter what you have. If you don't have that QB, it doesn't matter. Look at Houston. They were picking number two. People said one of the worst rosters in the NFL. They have one draft class, and they hit on the draft classes. Don't get me wrong. But do you think that would propel them to a first-round divisional win? Wild card win, I'm sorry? No. Oh, they got C.J. Stroud. They got a quarterback. That's why. That's what I'm trying to – this is great, and we're talking about it, and I love this, and we'll, I'll keep doing this, but – when it comes down to it, unless you've got that quarterback, it doesn't matter who you have on that roster. Well, and that's why I think about this offseason, Doug. And we're, we're going to do a lot of, oh, who should they take in the first round? Mm-hmm. And oh, who should they take in the second round? And we're going to do bonkers, awesome, like we always do draft coverage mm-hmm. on draft night. It's going to be excellent. People are going to listen. They're going to love it. I, I've never felt more defeated as a Steelers fan. Because uh, you know, <laughs> ho- hopefully it all works out for Kenny. I mean, serious. Of course I feel that. Of, I hope it all works out for Kenny, but... Anything else they do, maybe you're if Kenny's not the guy, you're you have a foundation for the next guy to land in. But I, I'm having a hard time. I know we're far away out of it. I'm having a really hard time being excited well, for the 2024 I, I, season. I, and I just wrote about this actually, and in, in, you know, with my column in the Post Gazette. If you're a Steeler fan, you look around the AFC. You got Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Stroud, Mahomes, Burrow, Burrow the guy out in. With the Chargers, that probably is going to be better because he's got a coach now and knows what he's doing. Rodgers. There's there's seven or eight guys that you're Stroud, looking at. You're like Lawrence. I, even if Kenny Pickett Tua. is good, mm-hmm. he's probably Watson. not at that level. Exactly. More, more, <laughs> that's what no, he said. No, that's what I'm trying to say. More reason to go at twenty if you see somebody that you think can transcend that. Get them. Uh, if not, you're fighting an uphill battle. <laughs> What's that uh, Olympic? That Greek 
mythology guy that's taking the boulder up the hill all the time and it comes back, that's what you're doing unless if, you get a quarterback. If, 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 if we get to the season and we go into training camp and the quarterback room is Pickett, Tannehill, and some Chris Oladukin type guy that they mm-hmm. draft at the end of Jordan the Jordan Travis, your guy. Jordan Travis. How would you feel? Say so they got it. If, if Pickett reaches his potential, they got a chance to be in that divisional playoff picture. Not much after that. that that's how I would look at it. What's their biggest non-quarterback need? We were talking about that off the air. I think that's something that we really have to really dig into. Mm-hmm. Right now, I would say corner, just because it's a passing league and you only have one right now. But I wouldn't argue if someone said tackle, and I wouldn't argue if someone said defensive tackle. Receiver-wise, I think, and I'm not saying it's a need, I think you can get guys, and they've proven to get guys in later rounds. But if you're talking first two rounds, I'd be, it would be between those three, and then I'd have to see who's on the board at those positions where I would go first. Doug, this was wonderful. As we'll talk always. more about that next Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. And you're, you'll be on the phone next Wednesday. I'll be on the phone next Wednesday. All right. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thanks, fellas. Doran, yes. great mm-hmm. to have you back. Mm-hmm. Callis, nice job. Coming up next, Cook. So weird. Cook. Yeah. Or Joe. Cook. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's that weird. Yeah. It's that weird that I am an idiot. All right, Fan Weather. You can have the Joe Show coming up next. Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, high 49, low 30. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.